I can't sit in nice chairs. I make noise. Well, I mean, I do too. It's just a human thing. I'm yeah. a leg shaker. Are you a leg shaker? A little bit. I get very antsy. There was a time where, no, we were playing, what, NEC top eight? After NEC, I was like, there's something wrong with your leg. Are you, were you, were you, were you worried about the match? Like, no, no, I'm just a leg shaker. Like shaking. That was me trying to hype myself up, I guess, while thing. I was playing. After I lost my first round, it's like, let me go ham on my leg real quick. Hype myself up. I do the, oh, like, I do like the aggressive head nod when I lose. You also roll your eyes and get I, disappointed. <laughs> I do a lot of things when I lose. Okay, well, technically, this is the third episode of Two Beat Counter. Third one. Stop sending me the wrong episode number. What do you mean? Whenever you send me the email with the file. Oh, because I still have it on one. Well, first you have the email in reply to the zeroth episode, but then you also have the number as if we started on one. Yeah. Don't do it again. I'll fix okay. That. Things that happened two weeks ago. Yeah, we should start with Evo because <laughs> because last week I uploaded the podcast a week late because it was like a week after we Oops. recorded so and then tebo announcements happened mm-hmm. melee's gone thank so god. is guilty not thank god oh it's okay i kind of expected guilty to be gone i'm already content with guilty i don't really care that it's gone because it's still strong wherever the heck it's hosting tourneys yeah <clears throat> so one thing I want to get into with Melee being gone is, of course, people are unhappy. We knew they were going to be unhappy. But EVO, it kind of bought its way into EVO initially with the crowdfunded voting thing they had like five years ago. Yeah, they won that. And that was supposed to be a once and done thing. But because of how well it did, it stayed. And so I understand why they're upset because that's the only game they play because they're too stubborn to move on and learn something else. So I get that. It's the game they've been playing forever. But my thing is they got in off, off like the, the, these fan submissions, like numbers, the money, the votes, all that shit. They had a good showing. So they got invited back three years. They had, so Evo was there for four years. And what bothers me is now they're gone and Eunice is in and they want to complain about that. But Eunice got in basically the same way they they didn't get voted in through like some money vote. They just had a good showing last year in, in side turn. It was like the biggest side tournament. And now it's a main stage game due to, due to fan support, which is literally why Melee even got a year or two. I'm just very happy that Eunice has done nothing but grow ever since it got its NA release. So the when Guilty Gear was first at Evo, it was Sign. Yeah. And then I was there that year, and okay. I was there the last year. You watched your baby grow. A little bit. I wanted to be there for the first and the last year. <laughs> you know, I haven't really seen much people get upset at Guilty Gear not being there, and like in general. I mean, I've seen like one or two people. I'm only going to hate on people that were expecting something Guilty Gear related out of EVO as if they were going to start playing the game again if they got the announcement. It's like, well, if you're not going to play Guilty Gear now, you're still probably not going to play it even after we get an update. Yeah. So, about the update, 
as I said, I wanted to be there. I was there for the first year. I wanted to be there for the last year. Those are the only two Evos I went to. And I'm not going to lie, sitting in the crowd and Guilty Gear's finish and just waiting for an announcement and kind of getting nothing was super disappointing. So I'm at the point where, like, as much as I want a new Guilty Gear, it's whatever. <laughs> like, I've accepted that we're not getting one. Even though people keep throwing this link around that some interview from forever ago says something's in the works. But all we got was Grand Blue News. I'm mad. Which I will get to in a sec. I'm mad because... See, whenever they said, oh, Daisuke's working on something Guilty Gear related. I don't remember him actually saying that it was going to be the next Guilty Gear. And then a whole bunch of news sites said... He's working on the next Guilty Gear. In an Gear. interview, they're like, yeah, in some interview, he's working on the next Guilty Gear game. And I'm like, you can post this link all you want, but, like, I don't even... To be honest, it's a translated article. I, I Okay, so I'm just saying this out of my ass. I haven't fact-checked anything. Like, it could have easily been a mistranslation. Just and so anything like that, because we have nothing. There's been nothing to show this. All like, like I was sitting in the stands getting mad because all they said was he's not here because he's working on something Guilty Gear related. Yes. And people keep wanting to tell me I'm wrong and then show me this link. And we're in... So this is March 10th, 2019. We're recording this. And we had nothing. They showed us nothing. And I bring this up point a lot. Them making a new Guilty Gear honestly hurts them more than anything else they have all these i'm pretty sure i mentioned this in a previous cast too they have all these like godlike ips going like they have they have fucking grand blue right now they're making that they had dragon ball i i guarantee you they have like jojos and all this other shit knocking on their door like hey make something for us we still got that fifth fate coming i'll get to that in a sixth Fate. Yeah, sixth fate. Oh yeah, sixth. I'll get to that in a sec too, because I have that on the docket. There's a lot of confusion about where BB tags going, and I feel like I, I, well, I just want to talk to that a little bit, because I think people misunderstand what Arxis is trying to do. But yeah, back, back to Guilty Gear quick. I really want a new one, but I wouldn't be surprised if we just don't get one. Honestly, Grand Blue's the new Guilty Gear. It's gonna be hard to top like oh their gap from X or from ACR to Xrd seemed really big. In terms of like, oh, revolutionary game. It's like they they're people whining about, man, is anyone else tired of these Xrd 3D model graphics? And I'm just like, no, it's Wait. fucking godlike. <laughs> There's a whole yeah. Twitter thread about people complaining about that th- cell shading models art style that arcs is perfected like, i wish every game did this honestly maybe not every game but like i mean you can't get tired yeah. of cell shading honestly i like that graffiti-esque looking visuals that's why i like cell shading yeah, i wish street fighter and kof had better shading honestly i wish sam show had better i really like the sham show aesthetics right now we'll see we'll see where it goes that was another surprise at evo i wasn't expecting sam show to be there I thought it was going to be like some side game or they were going to have demos out. But nope, the game's apparently coming out like a month or two before Evo and it's a main title. Yeah, this isn't the first time they've 
had an Evo main lineup game before a game release because I swore did Soul Calibur Six do that? I know Baby Tag did. Tekken Seven was a main title game three years before it came out into the well, elsewhere outside of Japanese. Yeah, they consoles. had they brought arcade machines here and they ran it. No Americans knew how to play the game because we couldn't play it. Yeah, but my most people flew in for did that. Any, were there any NA top eights before the game released in NA? I don't think it was. It wasn't very many places, honestly. Okay. It was a bit here and there, but like no one had it at home. No one could just go to play no at the arcades watch. in America. There weren't even like a few. NA console or any arcades that imported round one got it the same year the game was coming out so we um, got it like three years late the arcade machines regardless rip and now our local round one only has Tekken 7 vanilla oh yeah I just know that Lars is Lars is bad yeah <laughs> I played Lars and he's bad I don't know Tekken but that's all I know <laughs> he was he was mid-tier for two weeks then the emergency patched him. He had, for those who actually played Tekken, he had a 12-frame punish that he could get big damage off of in the corner, and they took it out because they said it was a quote-unquote accident. But, like, what are you doing that's minus 12 against Lars with your back to the corner? Like, you probably deserve it. Oh god, 12 frames too. What is their what are their fast normals in that game? Fast jabs are 10. Okay, okay. 12 is decent. So, jabs the way the game is balanced is if it's minus 9 or better, it's safe. If it's minus 10 or 11, most characters just get a jab or a quick 1 2 to make themselves plus and now it's their turn. Uh 12, 13 frames are normally, hey, you get a quick 1-2 string that knocks down. Where 10, 11 is a quick 1-2, they're still standing. And then some characters, like 13, some very few, then like 14, 15, people have actual launcher, launch punishes. And Lars technically got a launch punish with off 12 frames with the new... Uh, wall bounce system in the corner so you could do one two stance wall bounce and he got a conversion in the corner and mid screen he got like one two into rage drive and this is unfortunate because in the new Tekken update a while ago they wanted to make it so no rage drive was useless and this made Lars's rage drive not shit and then they emergency patched out this 12 frame punish well, the, the button's still there, but the stance doesn't combo anymore. So, his rage drive sucks. That 1-2 he had sucked. Well, it was, it was forward 2-1 was the input for it. But it sucks now. Sounds like he got answered. He got answered. Answer guilty gear. Answer will never be good. Well, he was. Well, I get yeah. People are finding all this cool new stuff. And I don't see anyone. The only new things I've seen in Guilty Gear were the Raven Bug and that just answer loops. <laughs> My faulty in that one other uh, video. And you're like, wow, these are cool. How why can answer do this? Then you look at how much meter he spent and how much damage he did, and you're like, oh, that's why. May gets that damage meterless. 
Was he still generally better in the pre-patch or no? He had IAD loops on half the cast. Now he's worse against mid weights and up, but he's better against lightweights. It's different. I wouldn't say he's better or worse. He's just different. Okay. Because some are better and some are worse now. Oh, yeah. Water's confirmed for Evo. That's probably the biggest reveal. He's ending all these memes. You know, that's, that's fucked up. They aired a Melee's Dead video. Oh, my God. <laughs> they did. They acknowledged Melee. They, they killed off Melee. They brought in Eunice. Just everything unexpected. And then somehow. they put salt in the wounds like, of Melee Blade. Like you, that was such a weird thing to do. I don't know what they expected. It's so weird how they can somehow just redeem themselves after one full year of no water. Evo Japan didn't even have water. Yeah, that's yeah. So like last year's or the past Evo and the past Evo Japan were just both rip. I'm not gonna say it's all good. Can they keep the free water filled? That's that's where we're getting at next. Because they're selling water too. And I'm just worried they don't keep good supply of the free water. But they keep great supply of the paid water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did mention that last, last podcast. How our local major had like free water. Except they never refilled them. <laughs> So what was the point? Yeah. But. Melee's dead. Yeah. It's funny because like, it's like once a year, Joey, Mr. Wizard, gets on the stream and decides which games are dead. <laughs> at least that's how people look at it. Which like, your game's not dead. Like, Melee has fucking Genesis for crying out loud. That got more entrances probably than they would have got at EVO. Maybe. Melee, melee. They have a major every month. They have two majors a lot of weekends. Yeah, Melee, like, honestly, yeah, Melee does not need Evo. So I don't know why people are crying. All the people, like, Melee doesn't need Evo. Evo needs Melee. It's like, yeah, okay. Okay, dog. Yeah, all the salt tweets are great. I had a friend. Let's call him Ben. He did what he did, and he was Ben by complaining. <laughs> oh, because he sees all my, this is, this is a close friend of mine, he sees all my anti-melee, the like two anti-melee tweets I made. <laughs> but like, I, I don't even like hate melee, or like, yeah, I don't even like watch melee enough to like hate on it or anything. Because they're, they're a long ways from dead. So that's why I was like really surprised that Evo decided, Joey decided to cut it. Because it was probably making him a lot of money. So I was like, yeah, there's no reason for Joey to cut it out. And you but know what? When, Joe, Joey did the wholesome thing and cut it out and make room for, you know, actual tournaments with variety. Hey, but Ultimate, everyone's here. Every Melee character is in Ultimate, so you don't need Melee anymore. There you go. Yeah, I, I don't follow Smash either. Also, Anti got... What's his name? Not Anti. Some guy got released from it's like Liquid Salem or something. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, it was Liquid Salem. Salem. Salem did other things. I mean, after the announcement, he just said, finally. And then he did some other things. It wasn't even just that. A bunch of other things made him get dropped. I, I don't want to get into that because I don't know enough yeah. to really speak to it. But 
I'm very glad that the Smash community can make a bunch of memes of him getting <laughs> kicked off us. Like executed. And everyone's... Melee got executed live on stream. <laughs> For three minutes when they showed him that tribute video. I was watching... Someone, like, compiled Melee players who were watching the stream. And, like, their responses to that. And they were just funny. I just saw Hungry Boxes. <laughs> he's just on the floor yeah that was good I saw one where some guy like had a whole predictions list of like games that are definitely there games that might be there and games that have no chance of getting in and Sam Show and Eunice weren't at, on his list at all yeah. he just pulls up his list and he's like what is this it's perfect <laughs> I'm hyped for Sam Show too yeah I really want to learn it because the game just looks pretty also sprites are cool Sprite Circle. But now they've gone into the 3D realm. Which is fine. Yeah. New aesthetics look cool. Yeah. I need my boy Kazuki Kazama to come back. If he does. I just wish they... It's my personal thing where I don't really like its like art style too much or the new one. Just because I've seen a lot of the Street Fighter 4 graphics, even though I never really grew up on it or played it. I like Street Fighter 4. I don't know. Like the ink effects Street Fighter 4 had a lot, it was super cool. At least I liked it. It's just, I saw it's like little static shading. Like, like, where like the shading is like a little static thing behind it and it's like always moving. That kind of. Oh, uh, I, mm, I know what you're saying. I saw that. I, it's just that I, I've seen that too much. I don't I've have an issue with it, much. I guess. Yeah, well. Grand Blue got news yesterday. <laughs> My boy Lowane is in the game. He looks so cool. He I'm excited. So cool. My only thing is, so, out of all of the characters that were leaked so far, because, like, the Grand Blue logo has all the character weapons on it of what we assume we're all going to be in the game. Well, all the characters who are currently in the game have their weapons in the logo. And apparently, whoever put together the chart of that missed Loane's weapon. <laughs> So no one expected Lowane to be in. But yeah, if you look back at the logo, his little sickles in the logo. Was it at the tip of Fairy's whip? That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was right. That's fucking sick. Some guy overlapped it with the weapons in Grand Blue. And because of how he overlapped it, all the images, it covered up his sickle a little bit, so you couldn't tell. But if you look at the original logo, it's there. Like a little, like the the, the last fifth of Loane's dagger where it just yeah okay I haven't actually seen it neither do I play Grand Blue Fantasy but they have really good character designs I played it a bit and I only log in when they have free rolls game's fun I don't want to start hoarding on that I can barely keep up with one or two I, I already just log in for Fire Emblem the game hasn't really changed or added anything cool so I'm at like 300 orbs for Fire Emblem just waiting for something decent or cool <laughs> Girls Frontline, I'm playing. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm surprised we only got one character because it's been so long since the original announcement. And I figured the game is going to be here eventually, but. It feels like it's going to be here really close. Like, if they. Like, I would have expected them to have, like, a booth at Evo. They're definitely going to. I'm surprised if you can play it. I'm just hoping they do the Revelator thing where they give us a beta that just lasts until the game comes out with everything in it. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. 
They did that with Re- with Sign? Uh, Revel- Sign the Rev. Okay. Was it Rev? I want to say it was Rev. Definitely not Rev 2. Rev 2 wasn't even at some major tournament. Or the announcement. I just remember them showing online the Biken, uh, Answer Biken trailer. Yeah, I remember some tournaments just straight up ran Rev. The Rev uh, beta. demo. Ooh. Beta, yeah. That last seems like a really neat, yeah. Yeah, that... I want that again. They haven't really done that since... Like, they've done some small betas with Dragon Ball, but they didn't do what they did with Rev, and I think Rev was really neat. Like, it was just versus. All you had was versus mode, and I think training. And so BB Tag did do something similar to that. So they they actually did that too. But you didn't have a training room, so you had to, like... (laughs) I literally had tape on a PS4 controller to simulate a character blocking and teching. So I... Had tape to hold the stick to down back, and I had stick. a button held down so it would tech. You said the stick. On the PS4 pad. Okay. You're making me worried when you say you put tape on a stick. No, 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 no. Like, see, I had the PS4 pad right there. Yeah. I had the analog stick taped down, down back. Yeah, when you were yet everyone. <laughs> there was a bunch of fan art of Yukiko getting beat up. It's like, <laughs> yep. Jesus. Because she That's could wild. heal herself. So I had a macro for healing. Yeah, I remember. Well. I remember TSB running the BB tag. Actually, you know what? Arxis gave him a BB tag setup before the game came out. That's wild. I don't remember that. It's crazy. Speaking of BB tag, I wanted to get into that as well. So, people are were like surprised how we didn't get another Ruby character. We got Heart instead. And anyone who says they're surprised we didn't get a Ruby character clearly doesn't understand what Arxis is trying to do with this game. Because, so, they revealed the fifth fate, and that's clearly where they were going. All The four Ruby characters are in. If you want Neapolitan, you want... Oh, that guy with the cane. I don't keep up with Ruby. Man. You're not getting them. Let me just say that. You got your four Ruby characters, and that's what you get. Everyone's now like, oh, I wonder what other Arcana Heart characters we're going to get. You're not getting any more Arcana Heart characters. So, in an interview a while ago, Mori stated that he wanted to have nine fates in this game. And that seemed like wishful thinking. But now, if you take a look at the new grid of the blocks, you have six fates now. The sixth one coming up. And you have three slots for three more fates in the middle and on the left and right, that'll make a perfect diamond. So we are going to be getting, whatever the sixth fate is, seventh fate's gonna get revealed. We're gonna get one character from seventh fate, eighth fate gets revealed. That's where I'm, I'm betting my money that that's where this game is headed. And yeah, you're not getting any more Arcana characters. You're not getting any more Ruby characters. You're not getting any more of what the sixth fate is, which is still kind of weird because the Senri and Kagura leak a while ago had two voices. And if they're only doing one-offs, I don't know if that's even true. I don't know. We'll see. Two-offs, then. Ma- yeah, maybe they might do that. Un- or unless they're saving those Senri and Kagura leaks and doing, like, the last fate is Senran, and they add, like, two or four more. or just They have one big pack for the last fate. I don't know. We'll see where they go with it. But that's my guess. 
it's light blue. So the next one, I've heard Fate, Sword Art, and I just say it's Kai because I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty Gear sprites would be really fucking cool. And it would be brand new too. They they'd make a new sprite. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying like, I doubt they if they do do Guilty Gear. I doubt they do Soul. They do another pick. They do it. They do an oddball. They do a. a, a, a someone new from extra like Alpha. Oh no. Oh, you're right. They yeah. put Alpha. They would put in a, a not a classic Guilty Gear character like someone that came. Someone out who sign. defines Exerd. Who I would say is like Elfeld or Ram, because they were like the Ram new the, ones. Ram doesn't seem like important. She was the boss of Sign. Yeah. So, that's what, that's why that's what I think. But like Elfeld, like they kept they gave her another costume, and they've kept the old ones. Like man, you see her a lot more than Ram. Yeah. Also, just because Elfeld's a better character than Ram. <laughs> Way better character. Ram sucks. But yeah, I just want to bring that up for BBT because I hear that a lot, and I don't want to comment on every post talking about this. I also don't want to waste my time, because if people want to think they're getting another Ruby character, that's fine. I'm not going to waste my breath. And if they do, hell, cool. That's neat. Neapolitan is a cool character design, but we're not getting them. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Someone quote this exact part when a new Ruby character gets announced. And at me, cowards. Yeah, I don't follow BB Tag that much, so... That's why I don't have too much to say on it. But if Mori did say he wanted nine fates, then that, like, one or two offs of each fate is pretty reasonable. Yeah, and I know how it's... And, like, you can even tell how it's gonna be with how they did the last one. Like, the fifth fate made an X, and they added the sixth fate, it got moved to the bottom, moved to the top. Seventh fate's gonna be in the middle... Once they get the 8th fate, 7th fate goes to the left, 8th fate's on the right, ninth fate smack in the middle. And that's just my guess. You know, if they are aiming for 9, I just, I'm predicting it. He's just who gonna, do you want? I know you don't play DB Tag, but who do you want to see in a I don't game? play fighters. <laughs> I don't even play anything other than Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> what I see them doing is they just release 4 new fates at the same time, and just one character from each, if they really are going for 9. Yeah, I can see that. But they can also just, you know, oh, let's let's update Blaze Blue at a steady pace and just do one, one, one fate every other month, every couple months. What I see them doing is next patch is three Blaze Blue characters and six fate. Uh, patch after that is going to be one Persona Unist and Blaze Blue, one one from each. And then seventh fate, and they'll just do that. Three blaze blue, eighth fate, one of each, ninth fate. Unless they, yeah, do it. Or like ninth fate is just bam, four Senran Kagura characters. I want Senran Kagura in the game. Did you, do you even play Senran Kagura? I played Senran Kagura, yeah. Uh, I just know they have that Switch game where it has that advanced. Yeah. Uh, vibration Vince is basically. doing like this hand motion this very suggestive well, well the developers <laughs> literally did that in the interview and they were like comparing that like water balloon with the fucking Joy-Con because like, they oh, wanted yeah, the Joy-Con the to thing. feel like a titty <laughs> I guess <laughs> to vibrate like one yeah that, that's that's so weird Japan's weird but they're also on point with their merch 
and their commercial and their uh, promotional shit. There. That's why there's just such a thing as Japanese commercials. They're just, <laughs> they're just big brained. There. Speaking of you not playing the other fighting games, mm-hmm. you were at least trying Samurai Showdown Five Special. No was I, was I really though? Because I was just I, I was just playing in the buttons and almost I mean, falling asleep. Samurai Showdown. Not 5 because not because Sam Show is boring. Is because I I was he was fucking dead. Yeah, he it's can't weird. survive past midnight when he's at anyone else's place. Well, at least here because see the the night before I was trying to stream DDR. Oh yeah yeah. And Guilty Gear. Oh, I have some weird thing where I'm not allowed to sleep in when I want to. Because my body won't let me. I feel that. But yeah, same show. I've been playing that a bit. I've been showing some local people that game as well. They like it. It's very simple. It's just like single buttons into special cancel. No long combos. Mostly neutral. Jump ins. Dedicated overhead. Dedicated throw button. Stuff like that. What's the deal with the fastest overhead? Yes, yeah, so Ukyo has a three-frame overhead, and it's a TK motion in a game with zero startup. So it's like you have a six-frame low, that's plus five, so it combos into the overhead, and then you just have a three-frame overhead. They can make them both knee, so good luck. I mean, in a game without real big combos, it's fine, I guess. It's just It's just neat. They're just checking out these old games and see... Because I'm curious to see what exactly they left in for the new Samurai Showdown. Like, are they going to add combos? Like, so if you look at the current trailers, the damage output is insane. Like, Halmaru's Super did like 70%. It's insane. It looks so, like... I thought I remember them saying that that was how it was in the old games as well. It was, yeah. Perfect. Halmaru could touch of death people. So, you have, it's A, B, C, D. A is like a light, B is a medium. A and B together are a heavy. C is kick, like a dedicated kick button. They have their own properties. Normally fast, safe, if not plus. And then you have D, which is your dedicated like movement and system mechanics. Back D is like a hop in place that has some involve. It's similar to a backdash. Normal backdashes are just movement. They don't have involve. You have a forward roll or forward hop that has involved. Forward D. Normal D is you charge one of the other system mechanics. And it's just neat. So, like, the heavy attacks in this game consume the stamina bar at the top of the screen. The stamina bar, if it's depleted, doesn't hurt. Like, like, you don't lose moves. You don't need the stamina to do these moves. But you expend stamina to do them. And the lower your stamina is, the lower your damage multiplier is. So the only thing that happens when you have low stamina is you do less damage. So you're going to want to chill a bit, just play defensive, let your stamina come back so you can do more damage later. Neat concept. I want to... We don't know too much about the new Samurai Showdown game, aside from like some of the characters and some very minor mechanics. So I'm curious to see what all they bring back. And how they do supers, because they have a rage mechanic in the old game. And I want to know if supers are still tied to a rage mechanic, or if they actually have a super meter now. So I'm curious on all that. I'm excited for that game. I'm just curious. I miss Sam Show. I'm just curious if they're going to add in all the, what, the, viol- the little fatality-looking 
kills. Oh, the instant kills. They have. Oh, is that what they? Or the suicides. What are those in Sam Show? So in Sam Show, like you can straight up cut someone in half or stuff like that. Cut oh, their arm? The, I don't know. Yeah, they were like they're like Mortal Kombat brutalities almost. If you end a match with a sword normal, you cut them in either cut them in half vertically, horizontally, diagonally, cut their head off, cut their arm off. It depends on the move. And considering how much blood they show in the trailer, I imagine, like, like Halmaru is just soaked in blood in the trailer, so I assume they're going to keep that. That's the one, that's the girl I played? Nagaruru? I don't know. You tell me. Did I? Yeah, it was Nagaruru. Yeah, I just remember in the She's first trailer, she just, like, stabbed someone, and you just see a bunch of blood splatter, I guess? Yep. In the new that's trailer. Gonna be... Yeah, so, like and I she said. She says, go menace <laughs> and pulls it out. Yeah, so, like, what I was saying, like, a, like a week ago, there's just like a special place in my heart for like Mortal Kombat violence because I played Mortal Kombat 2 and Street Fighter 2 pre pre preschool and okay. I just remember enjoying like the fatalities and stuff even I don't I don't even remember if I knew how to do them but and same show did have instant kills it had suicides too you could just kill yourself whenever you wanted for free no meter none of you just died I swear they added that in Mortal Kombat 3 or something but, like, I used to go and, like, go through YouTube clips of just watching the old Mortal Kombat games, fatalities. Because I never really played Mortal Kombat. So, when I saw Sam show, he's like, that game looks really cool. I don't really know much of the gameplay, but it's aesthetically pleasing. I only played 9 for very little bit. I played the single player. Also, no, never touched 10. I guess the first Mortal Kombat... No, not the first Mortal Kombat. Just because... Um, I didn't really have... Oh, this this perfectly segues into, like, having uh, what I wrote on the docket is, like, what consoles we played growing up. Well, after Mortal Kombat on the Sega Genesis, my next Mortal Kombat was Mortal Kombat 9, which I played, you know, single player of. I played the original... I had a Genesis. That was, like, my the first console I really had. Oh, wait, not Mortal Kombat 9. Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> I played that at a friend's place and it was terrible. Yeah, I didn't know it they was terrible. They had to really tone down the fatalities because yep. of the DC license. So when you wrote consoles growing up on the docket, I thought you wanted to talk about uh, the next generation of console, like no. PS Five, and like you knew something I didn't. No, we're not going to the future. We're going back to the past. Okay, so that's, that's what I thought you meant, like the current generation growing up. Nah, so what I was, so the reason I wrote that was, it's kind of fucked up that I did not know about the GameCube or the N64 until the Wii was already out. Till the Wii U? Or no, the Wii. The Wii. So like the Wii was already out, or the Wii came out, and that's when I realized the GameCube and N64 existed. So I was in a similar boat. I had a Genesis, and I was young. I really didn't use the internet that much because, like, some of my parents just never really... They just thought I never needed it, and I didn't really need it. So I had, like... I had a bunch of fighting games back then, too. It just never... I feel like I talked about that on a previous cast. I had Genesis, and then I went right to, like, a Game Boy Color, and then to a Game... I never had an N64. And that's why GameCube... And the GameCube is the first time I actually, like, started following when games came out. 
before I would just walk into a game store and look at their used Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance games, and just buy whatever I wanted. I didn't know when game release dates were. That's something I didn't follow. Because I was young and I just played whatever I had. Man, I remember... I still remember when Game Boy Advance games were still at GameStop. I guess... Is Game Boy... Is it just Game... No, that's Game Boy. And then there's Game Boy Advance. Yep. So Game Boy is the big square. Game Boy Advance is the rectangle. Yeah, I remember... I still remember buying, like, Pokemon Ruby slash Sapphire at GameStop. And they came in little cardboard squares. And they were cool. And they were somewhat shiny because it was Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Yep. So I didn't go to GameStop all that much growing up. I had a place called uh, Microplay that was a little, like, a small game store that I went to all the time to get games. It was just, it was right near the mall where my family went to a lot. So on the way home, I'd be like, hey, can we just run by Microplay? I want to, I have my allowance. I want to go get whatever the hell I can afford. And... I bought whatever game I saw. That's how I found Battle Network. That's how I found Mega Man and Base. That's how I found... Uh, that's how I found Mega Man Star Force later. That was even DS. Holy shit. I really did not follow release dates that often. I only knew when Pokemon came out for the Game Boy because they showed commercials on like Cartoon Network for when new Pokemon games were coming out. And that's, that's like the only thing I knew. I don't even remember Game Boy Advanced commercials i don't remember seeing those at all but new pokemon coming out oh okay you want to briefly go on that real quick? i'll just i'll just say away that real quick it's right. we have like barely any information all the scottish memes are great the new female characters cute as fuck yeah you know i don't even remember what the male character looks like yeah who you see no shit. art of him he's just generic dude are you even getting it you don't have a switch right Nah, not yet. I don't even know when I'm going to get a Switch because I do want to play the Fire Emblem game. But I played through Sun or Moon. I liked it. That's the only one I missed. I played Moon. Okay, let's talk about Pokemon a little bit. I stopped (laughs) at Pokemon Pearl because I just... I don't even remember stuff before the Victory Road, but I just know that I stopped at the Victory Road. And then I missed out on Black and White and Black and White 2. I heard Black, White, and 2 were OD. I didn't play any... I didn't play Black or White 2. I didn't play Omega, Ruby, or Alpha, Sapphire. I missed out on their animated sprites. Yep. And the fact that they had, like, the old battle subway or whatever where you can battle all the old leaders and they had remix music. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that that was... That's up school. I, I did miss that. I didn't play Sun and Moon. I played everything else. I brought this up this past week, too, with the new Pokemon announcement. Me and my brother growing up, we never... So, we always got different versions. And I hear how siblings do that all the time. They're like, no, you cannot get the same version as me. Whenever I play multiplayer games with people, I gotta make sure we're all playing different classes. Like in Vermintide. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is Vermintide? Warhammer Vermintide 2, you're like these characters right and you just go hacking and slashing at these goblins and ghouls okay sure same with um just i just i don't i can't have more than people playing the same character same with D. it feels wrong <laughs> i feel that 
But yeah, me and my brother, it's not that we were like, no, you can't get the same version as me. We literally never wanted the same version, ever. We always, like a new game came out, and we're, we're, we always already wanted the other one compared to the other. We never actually argued over which version who was getting. It's even funny, because like, this was all through Pokemon. Like, I had, I had gold, he had silver. I had ruby, he had sapphire. I got, I got black, he got white. And even, not even just Pokemon, even in like, like fucking Metabots. Metabots AX, I had Metabee, he had Rakusho. Battle Network, I had, uh, I had Leo, he had Pegasus, I think was the other one. First Mega Man Star Force. But yeah, there was just a lot of stuff like that that just... It's just funny. It's just funny how that works. Because you said you didn't even talk to each other or discuss which version each of you were getting. So like by the time you bought it, you realized? Yeah, so this happened... When I was in college, uh, Pokemon X and Y came out. My brother was saying, hey, you getting a new Pokemon? I was like, eh, I thought about it. It looks cool. I'll probably get it. So I go to the store and I buy Y. And then I go home from college on break for whatever and i see he got x i'm like oh i'm so glad this is still going <laughs> uh out of sword and shield i don't know which i'm getting i'm waiting to see the legendary so it's funny because black and white was the first game where i'm like oh no me and my brother are gonna want the same game because i remember him saying he wanted white version he didn't care what it was he just wanted white version and I'm like, oh no, I want the white, like I wanted, I wanted a Reshiram, the white legendary, but they ended up being reverse. Oh. So black <laughs> had the white legendary and white had black, so it worked out. It was perfect. So did Pokemon white have the black legendary creature on the cover? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it had the white background <laughs> with the black legendary and the black had the white legendary to, to make them each pop on the cover. Okay. So that ended up working out perfectly. It's just stuff like that that's funny. So score bunny school. I'm probably going to pick score Pony. I swear to God, if he's another firefighting, I'm going to be so upset. We already have so... We have Blaziken, we have Infernape, and we have Emperor. It'd be funny if um, they first revealed the final evolutions first. As if those were the final evolutions. That'd be pretty funny. Oh, you mean like they don't reveal what they like, look like as starters? Like the starters they showed us, right? Yeah. What if those were their final forms? Oh, no. Yeah, they're too small. Sobble can't be... That can't be a final form. He looks like such a bitch. <laughs> the bitch MCs I hate in anime. Grookey Gang can fuck off. Sobble Squad can fuck off. It's all about Score Bunny. The fire one just seems so unoriginal, I guess. He's great. I love, he looks like the goddamn Trix Rabbit. I love it. Like he's, he, he's the one that, out of all the starters, he just seems like the most one that's pulled designs off of other Pokemon. Hope he's fire normal. That seems cool. Yikes. What? Normal. normal. But then you give him Giga Impact, and Giga Impact has same type bonus with 150 power. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Normal Pokemon are cool. They just I think don't dual, look good against anything. I think it's just dual types that have normal kind of slow. I'm worried he's going to be Fire Fairy, honestly. Fire Normal would be cool, but I don't know if they do that. I just don't want another fire fighting. We have so many. That's such a like meme though, so of course you don't want another fire fighting. 
And like you know, Incineroar was supposed to be firefighting, but they made him dark because they didn't want to have another firefighting. Yeah, no, like, no, it makes sense because everyone else got their second type. Well, actually, never mind because um, one lost his one lost his type because he died and became a phantom owl. What? The one that lost flying and turned ghost. The one with the the arrow, the leaf. Oh, did he Rowlet. turn ghost? Rowlet. Did he turn ghost? The Sid, the Sid eye or whatever. He he he's got his little wing. He's got a green hood and his wings. Yeah, yeah, I know he him. Fires arrows. He's ghost. That's I so. You were weird. The, I thought you were the one that literally pulled it up. Oh no, that was no, James. no, that was James pulled it up. James could not be here today. I don't more know like, why. He was here yesterday. More like we couldn't record yesterday because I was dead. Yeah. And we were all, we wanted to play Eunice. Eunice is fun. I have to learn games. Do you? I have to learn under knife and bur- I have to learn fighting games. You stopped doing 6C with Wagner. Yeah. That's good. Because it's... You need to learn yeah. how to be plus. Yeah. It was stagger pressure I'm not good at. Because, weird, because I was good at stagger pressure in Dragon Ball where I like delay shit. But I, can't, I feel like it's because I can't stop like autopiling. Oh, I gotta get my buttons and do rebeat on Wagner. Scoops. Gotta so- not doing stagger pressure. What I mean by learn how, like he is, he, Wagner just is, Wagner shits plus ratings. The problem is he'll do like 2-2-C and then instead of leaving a gap or tick throwing or he'll just do a block string. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> like, like I'll be mashing chain shift OS and it's just not coming out because you're doing a block string the whole time instead of trying to bait out chain shift. Cause like if you if I'm doing chain shift OS and you just wait and don't do anything, that's like the scariest thing. Cause now we're even and you have a DV, and your Wagner, who just shits plus frames. See, I don't ever have to worry about stagger pressure on Slayer. It's a new concept for me. <laughs> just dandy into everything. And backdashing. <laughs> when you found out two P two S is a frame trap. <laughs> I thought it was a you know a block string, but it isn't. <laughs> but it's still like a, a Gatling. I don't know how tight the thing is because I was doing um, oh block first hit only right, and then yeah. he would ju- and then the dummy would just get hit by the two S. That means it's not a block string. Yeah. <laughs> Samurai Showdown actually didn't have that. If you stop blocking, even if you were in block zone, you just got it. Oh yeah. I don't know if the new game is going to have that or not. We'll see. It's an older game. Well, the one Samurai showed on 5 Special. Don't play 5. Play 5 Special. 5 sucks. Before we got into the Pokemon talk... Pokemon. Yeah, so I didn't hear about the N64 or the GameCube until like the more of the later uh, Game Boy Advance games. So I guess Emerald and Ruby and stuff. Because then... You know, I, I was looking up like shit on Cerebi.net. Yep. And then you see on the side, what's Pokemon Coliseum? Shit, there was a 3D Pokemon? And you can hook up your Game Boy Advance games to in the GameCube, and then you unlock stuff with each other? I don't know. That's how you could get the legendaries, Suicune, Entei, and Raikou. Wasn't that how you can get Surfing Pikachu? I have no idea. Surfing Pikachu was... It wasn't that game, it was something else. I had all the weird shit where you could... It's like Suicune, Entei, and Raikou, you could get through there. So a bunch of my friends, I just got, like, I would restart the game 
played through, get Suikun and Tei Raiko. It's like, yo, who wants Suikun and Tei Raiko? And they would trade me like level 100 shit for these. So I didn't have, so I, I, I just played Coliseum over and over and got people and Tei Suikun and Raiko. And they got me really strong Pokemon in return. Uh, I haven't played Coliseum, but I feel like I remember people saying not good things about Coliseum. Or was it great? Coliseum has a lot of issues. Well, hold on, was it There's... Coliseum or some, isn't that like Gale of Darkness? Or are they the Ga- same? Or are they separate games? Or the same game? Separate games. It's it one serves as kind of a sequel. I can get into that. Fuck it. Why not? Yes. So please. Pokemon Coliseum, you play as a really good character design person who runs away in a motorcycle with his Espeon and Umbreon with a device he stole from his old evil organization that was made to steal Pokemon from people who already captured them. So you could put a ball into this hand, charge it, and then throw the ball, and it'll overwrite the seal on someone else's Pokeball. And he ended up using this for good. To This game had shadow Pokemon that had all these stupid shadow moves. And you would steal them to remove the shadow from them and essentially save them. And so he ended up doing that for the whole game. It was a very neat concept because there was no wild Pokemon. You just stole them from trainers. Oh, my God. Which was also weird. You, you stole the evil Pokemon, I guess. Yeah, and you stole the evil Pokemon and you saved them. And then, like, you got all, like, the Johto starters from here. You got... The legendary dogs I just mentioned. And there was a lot of other cool things. Like they had... I know later on they had like... Uh, Shadow Tauros, Exeggutor. A lot of like rare stuff to find in the gens at the time. And... It was just cool. Very neat concept. But a very small Pokemon selection. Like you were very limited on what you could and couldn't get. Then Gale of Darkness introduced a new character with a different arm that didn't steal Pokemon, it only stole shadows. So you couldn't fight, you couldn't use it in a real battle. They added it so you, it wasn't as dark. It wasn't just like, this arm can steal everything. It's like, no, it can only steal shadows. And there was way more shadows in Gale of Darkness. There was a whole wild Pokemon thing. There was a very few Pokemon that were in the wild scenarios. It was it was neat. I didn't like the character or the way the arm. The character design was so good in Coliseum. I'll pull that up. Have you seen him, the character Coliseum character? Don't remember him. I haven't played the game, so I don't. Oh my god, I'm pulling this up while I'm talking about. It. But yeah, Gale of Darkness introduced a new little bitch, <laughs> and I don't like him. He his design's just bad. You able to get the legendary birds in Gale of Darkness as well as uh, Lugia, which is what the thing was. Shadow Lugia was all dark purple and and stuff. And that speaking of like Pokemon, you could get through other things. It's like when they had Pokemon. You remember Pokemon Rangers? Did you play Pokemon yeah, Rangers? Ah, a little bit. I did want to. I did want to play it. It did look neat, but I just never bought it. It was a neat concept. So, like I, I would play it on my friend's DS a bit. You could get Jirachi from it. And you could then port the Jirachi to your actual game. Okay. There was another game that had Celebi. I forget what game that was. I feel like I had both those games. I had I got Jirachi from Rangers. 
don't remember Sony was. I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I mean, ruining your DS screen. That was still mad fun. Don't get me wrong. Did it ruin your DS screen? No, because I, I never bought the game. But just the, literally the gameplay is fucking nice. Oh, yeah. Coliseum had uh, Kyogre and uh, Groudon in it, too. Were they Shadow Forms? They're just on the cover. If you want, just look it up. God, where's this character, though? He's he's so cool. Is he the protagonist, antagonist? Protag. Yeah, look at him up? on the left there. He's just a little edgy boy. He looks familiar, yep. Yeah. What was the other character? The other protagonist? Oh, yeah, he, he, here's a better shot of him. We, we, we can put these links up in the chat. Nah, you can just literally search Pokemon Coliseum. Can you? Me not right now, because you're doing it for me. Yeah. I'll go back well, into... Were we going the, for that? Yeah, I'll just continue back, off that. Yeah, I'm going back to... Consoles growing up. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't like him. So this was in the first Coliseum? This was Gale of Darkness. What? Oh, my... He's who you played in the second game? He... Yeah, they're, they're different characters. Yeah, of course. But he's who you played in the second game. Yeah. I don't like him. Yikes. And that arm's not near as cool as the big metal one on the other one. I feel like that's kind of... Um, it reminds me of the character design from Xenoblade to Xenoblade 2. Because you get Shulk. I, I've never played Xenoblade. I just know them from Smash. But, like, Shulk just seems cooler than whatever protagonist the second game is. Yeah, he looks like a... But the girls are better in... Yeah. Can't argue No that. arguments? You're like, look, that robot arm is just cooler. He's cool. Is it, that's a robot arm? Yeah, it's, it's the one that steals Pokemon. Okay, I thought it was just part of his uniform or whatever well i mean the arm it goes over his arm he doesn't he's not missing an arm yeah but it's just cool coliseum was okay consoles growing up the earliest one i had was the game boy color i had one of those little i had like the mario games like two mario games for the game boy color or game boy whatever but i also had like two of those demo cartridges where it's like one game boy color cartridge and it had like a hundred games Have i don't remember that i don't remember so that. but then you can only play like two minutes of each one i know playstation demo discs i remember those i don't know those. i had one of those discs you know i might have had one playstation there demo was three disc. colored discs that had demos on it i forget which one i had it was the one with the gecko on it and bloody ridge By bloody Ge roar bloody roar that is that the gecko one no Bl bloody roars was a fighting game where people turn into animals it was really bad the yeah, gecko one you're only making me think of that. Was it Gex? Yeah, it was Gex. <laughs> was it Gex? Gex? I don't know Gex. I just see other people. It was Gex. I just saw... I forgot the name. I've just seen people make videos with Gex. Like Mega64 or that Maddie B <laughs> Flash animation with Gex in his Pokemon spoofs. Yeah, it was Gex. Console. Game Boy Colors. Did you have the Game Boy Color? I, I didn't have the original Game Boy. I just had a Game Boy Color. Yeah. I had the yellow one. Or I guess I it was had... my brother's, but we all shared it technically. Fuck. I think I had a blue one. Anyways, Crystal. Pokemon Crystal was a fucking masterpiece. I had Pokemon Green. I had red and blue. Well, yeah, I did have red or blue after that. But, like, green was, like, the original imported See, that's one weird. with fucked up anim translations or whatever. I had red and blue. I got blue, and then I bought red later because I just wanted... I don't yeah. know why I wanted red. Yeah. And my brother wanted yellow. <laughs> I don't know why he wanted yellow. Because yellow is the, the the middle ground. Yeah, he wanted yellow. So that makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah. I also that was the only oddball one we had growing up. Mm -hmm. But like that demo 
cartridge, that demo cartridge of Game Boy games, it's like 101. Uh, you can only play like two minutes of Pokemon Red and Blue. That's that's the only. <laughs> that's so weird. That's the my only experience with playing Harvest Moon was in that two minute demo cartridge, <laughs> and it was fun. Um, all the random Game Boy games, like some pool game. Uh, after that. Actually, you know what? During that, I also had a PS One, and I distinctly remember Crash Nitro Kart. Crash, what was it? Oh, I forgot the name of the Crash Racing game for PS One. Crash Team Crash Racing. Team Crash racing. Team Racing. That's why I was so hyped for the remaster. It's like I'm buying that on PC. Are you? Yes, because I, I like racing games. Where's the F Zero remaster? I almost wish. I don't wish that you didn't show me that, because F Zero is cool. It is. And it deserves longing for one. It deserves everything. Yeah. I I was going to say, man, I wish you didn't show me F-Zero, because now I have to endure the pain of not getting one. (laughs) But you know what? It's it's the pain that lets you enjoy the things in life. It is. PS1. I also played Gran Turismo. I did not play Gran Turismo. After the PS1. It got the PS2. I played Cool Borders. What, What was that for? That was on PS1. Okay. Cool Borders and Jet Moto. Those were other racing games. Jet Moto was cool. It's weird that I don't remember playing any of the other PS1 Crash games, but I def- I distinctly remember playing the Crash game for PS2 where that one bigger ally came in. Oh. He, he was, was a bad guy at first. Yeah, he was one of the bosses. Yep. I, 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 I love Crash Bandicoot Warped. It's like the only one I played. And that's I wanted to get the insane trilogy just to play warped again, but I just haven't. I wish I played Twin Sanity when it came out. I did end up buying it like way later when I started rebuying all my PS2 stuff. Yeah, back when I rebought my PS, I uh, just rebought PS2 stuff from GameStop. The, the PS2 itself, I also didn't realize the PS2 Slim existed. So you saw my PS2 that I bought. Yeah, yeah, that that thing's mad slim. It is so yeah. slim. I bought all of the old PS2 games I used to play. Yeah, during that time, PS2 and Game Boy Advance was, I guess, what I grew up with. And I did not really know about the GameCube or the N64 prior. I barely even touched the N64, like, ever. Which was unfortunate. I don't know how I didn't know about it. N64. I just... I had a Genesis, that's what I played. Okay, you went from a Genesis to... What's your gamer history? Game Boy Color... And well, Game Boy Color and Advance for portables, and then I went to GameCube for bigger consoles. And as I said, I just kind of played whatever games were there. I didn't really know about release stasis until later. Why is the Game Boy Advance literally the best handheld of all time? If you think about it, it's okay. It's just this little square, and then it's got its own backlight. I feel like that that was probably like a revolutionary thing if you think about it. Well, no, the Game Boy Advance, yeah, the SP, Game Boy Advance SP. SP. Yeah. Yeah. Had its own backlight. Yeah, I never had the Game Boy Advance. I just had the SP. I had I had every console. I had, well, everything after Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance SP. I don't know why my parents bought me to have this shit. I probably just said I wanted it, so they got it. Yeah, I'm surprised they got mine, too. Because I went from Game Boy Advance to SP, and they were literally the same thing. And then I had a DS, I had a DS Lite, 
then I had... Y'all know why I got a DS. Oh, my DS, I like lost my DS for a while. And I broke because the hinges on the original DS suck. Oh, I didn't have the DS, that, that chunky absolute unit. I just had the DS Lite, white one. The hinges started flapping around and then, that, and then I got another one recently. Not recently, but like a while after. Yeah, DS had very flimsy hinges for a console going to be used a lot by children. But it was, like, mad good, if you think about it. it okay. And it had backwards compatibility. Oh, do you remember those, on the Game Boy Advance, those card scanners? Do you remember those? You put a cartridge in that had a scanner on it, and you swiped cards through it. Nope. You don't remember that? So yeah, those a whole line. For? What? What were they for? It was a bunch of games on, like, cards. You swiped them, and you got to play a bunch of, like, mini-games. And a lot of Pokemon cards at the time had barcodes on the side you could swipe through as well that had their own mini games. It was a concept that died on arrival. Aww. I, I don't know anything about the Pokemon trading card game. I like barely played it. I played like all card, a bunch of card games growing up. Nah, I just had Yu Gi Oh! I had some, I had Yu Gi Oh! Pokemon, Duel Masters. I had Bionicles. I had Bionicles. I had Bionicles. Bionicles are dope. I told myself, oh, if I take apart this thing, I can make something creative. And then I don't know if I actually did make something creative out of those broken parts. First line of Bionicles are still the best. The Metronui. I just remember... Um, I just remember the green Bionicle in the movie where he was silly. Do you remember the Bionicles, Al? I never watched Bionicles. <laughs> <laughs> it was a toy. Okay, whatever. Where are we going from this? Oh, uh, yeah, consoles. Stop growing up. Like that. Oh, hold up. Let's talk. Okay, Bionicles. What else did I have? <laughs> I had, yo, Battle Beatemon. We I think we talked about Beatemon before. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, we did. I, I had one. I never actually used it. It just sat on my shelf because it looked cool. I, so I got a, it as a gift. I played a good chunk of Beatemon with my brother. There was, uh, we figured out the secret tech where, well, they also have like special parts where like, oh, if you attach this trigger in the back, it'll give it more power. Or if you add this reload stock in the back, you got, you got a oh, rapid fire, right? Did you? Well, they, they had like specific parts that I thought my friend had the big thing you put that had all the balls in it so you could actually like, play the game. They, they did have like a mode where there was just like this big target thing in the back and you mm. would like look through it as a scope. Oh, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. The, yeah, yeah. the little reload thing in the back, it was like a, in the shape of a T. Yeah, the one the one I had had one of those scope things. Mm -hmm. We had one we had a Fisher Price three in one pool table air hockey kind of thing. And we played beat 'em on on that. <laughs> they had an anime. It did. Ready. Set. Beat em on. I don't remember uh, the anime. The challenge was made. Uh, 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 ready to play. I don't remember too much. Yeah. I had Beyblade. Beyblade, of course. I had Bakugan. I did. I that was Bakugan was much later. Yeah. That's why I didn't really watch it or play it. I like because I had it very low. Because I was already set with um, Beat em on and Bakugan had a very shitty marketing thing, where. It was supposed to be like random TCG style, what you got, but the issue was the packaging. If you, they were sets. So the Bakugan were closed in the ball, in the packages. But if you knew 
what it was. So, like, example, there was this one Bakugan. The strongest, I think, was, like, 700 power at the time. The one I needed, I knew because it always came in the same pack of three. So I could go to the store and be like, oh, here it is. It has these three. So I know this one that's closed is 700, 700 power, it's, which is the strongest in the game at the time. Mm. So I could go and look at the packaging and know which one had the strongest that character in the game. And it was just a flawed system for a game, honestly. Then you had scalpers who also knew that, who would go to the store and just buy out all the best shit and just flip it online. It was kind of like... I never really look stuff online for like <laughs> multiplayer toys. <laughs> multiplayer. Yo, remember when Beyblade had like stats? Like, oh, the green. You remember the green guy? The one with the green. Like he had like. Drusil. Just I remember. I don't Drusil. remember these fucking names. He had like blonde hair, and he had the green yeah. Beyblade. Well, Drusil was the green Beyblade's name. The monster on the green. Okay. The Bit Beast. I just Bit remember Beast. that he was like defensive. Yes, that was. Drasil was defensive, Dronzer was the Firebird, Dragoon was the one that spinned to the left, and uh, Trigger was the Tiger that had like a speed stat or something. I don't know. Beyblade, I was super into Beyblade. So was Beyblade I, was cool. and my siblings. We all screamed at each other while we... Speaking of which... Because you know, I have, used, the anime summoned like spirits, so that's why we were screaming at them. Have you ever seen the Majin Obama restreams of Beyblade Championships? You and Namarsh played that and showed it to me, I Just think making so. sure we did that. Wasn't, wasn't Obama like, it was, like talking shit on kids' <laughs> Beyblades? Like, that was... Yeah. Okay. Look at him, he's crying because he lost the Beyblade. <laughs> Yo, that's great. When are they bringing Beyblade to the FGC? If Mario can get in, why not? <laughs> oh you know Beyblade. why because Beyblade is shit now Beyblade is shit you know why okay so is that metal shit two years ago when I visited I broke parts playing Beyblade Beyblade I don't think they ever broke I had two uh, attack rings break on me oh. one was my favorite attack ring the, like the top plastic part yeah. that had the blades quote unquote. yeah <laughs> me and my brother popping off because the Beyblade broke because <laughs> <laughs> me and my brother played a lot of like the GameCube Beyblade actually mm. where like one of the win conditions in the game was to break your opponent's Beyblade. Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny. Oh, you know what? I remember playing a Game Boy Advance Beyblade game. I played GameCube and PS1 Beyblade. But I feel like the Game Boy Advance one, it was more like an obstacle course. Oh, I remember that. Oh, my I remember God. That. Oh, my God. I actually remember that. <laughs> We had to like move the Beyblade up across like the little flat. Yes. Oh my god, I forgot about that game. I got you, Scott. We 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 peaked hella on the audacity, but that's fine. Holy just, shit! That just means we're popping up. Plus, I forgot about that. I don't think it ever goes past zero. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Yo, it's so funny. We're still testing audio. We don't know audio. We we don't know podcast. I mean, we're not trying to professional podcast or anything, but. Oh my god, I forgot about that game. You know, Holy shit. speaking of popping it off of games that we both played, Mario Power Tennis. Was that, or was that the GameCube one? I don't that know. Was we played the, we both played the GBA ones, right? Let's, let's, I have not. I didn't play GBA. You, were you not the one who said in my Discord that you also played the GBA Mario Tennis games? That was not me. I did not play GBA Mario Tennis. Then you're dead to me. <laughs> I get, that's fine. So, I played tennis growing up. By growing up, I mean, like, middle school, high school. 
I did bowling. That was my thing through high school. I guess like fourth grade and fifth grade too before I moved to Delaware. Yep. There was a Mario tennis game where the Mario characters were cameos. And you played as these random anime characters. (laughs) But like, it didn't matter. It It was a really good tennis game. Mario Strikers was better. I wish... I, well, this goes back to like not having a GameCube. <laughs> so Mario Strikers on GameCube was okay. Mario Strikers Charged on the Wii is one of my favorite sports games. I I'll, I believe that it's really good. I haven't played it, but I, like I wish I did. Cause you know why? It's got that really cool graffiti esque art yeah, style. It's dope. Me and my brother were constantly on the Mario Strikers Charged leaderboards. That game was fun. It had online. Yeah. I never had the Wii Online shit either. It reset once a week, and there was many weeks for me and my brother were, like, in the top ten or so. I only knew about the online version when they already announced that it was closing down. <laughs> Lovely. And then that's when I had Brawl. Yo, Brawl Online. People don't know how bad it could be. I, and I... I, I got on Brawl Online once. Our match ended in a disconnect with no one losing a stock because we just floated around in this underwater space for 10 minutes. I swear it was 10 minutes. And then we just never went online again. It was really bad. I remember specifically, I picked Ike against some random Lucas and it took forever. And we didn't take a stock. Did you time each other out with uh, stocks? No, it's just... It's like... Mm. Okay. It was like a PowerPoint Mario Smash. Mario Kart must have been amazing. Mario Kart Wii must have been, like, amazing then. I never, I never played it's Mario just, Kart Wii. It's just because uh, the type of game it is. Where you can... All you had to do was make it... So Mario Kart Wii, other players teleported a lot, mm-hmm. honestly. But the way the game registered how you get hit was kind of weird. You would just randomly get hit by red shells that weren't there a second ago. Because, so when someone throws an item, it takes a little bit before it loads into your game. Yeah. Then it follows the same properties on everyone's game to determine who gets hit. And you always had control of your character. Other players' lag never affect you navigating the track. So, and just every once in a while, it'll catch up to the server and someone will teleport in front or behind you or something. That was kind of it. It was the way they, they could do the online like that. In Smash, they couldn't because, like... It would look like Street Fighter Five. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Early Street Fighter Five net play was so bad. Characters were lagging and teleporting, and then they found out that it was one-sided. One person was fine; the other person couldn't see the other guy, which is really bad. Consoles growing up. I went from Game Boy Advance SP and the PlayStation One to the PlayStation Two to the Nintendo DS. A GameCube, PS1, Wii, then a PS2. I went from yeah PS2 and DS, and then I went... I said this before. Then Xbox. I, then I got into the PS3 because I said, fuck paying for online. But here we are today where the Nintendo Switch was the last of its... The Nintendo Wii U was the last of paying free online. Well, I guess the PS3 was too. But yeah, PS3... Got a PS3 for Modern Warfare 2 and Black oh Ops 1. Oh my god. Then, I, then, uh, then yeah, 
Then I bought the orange box for PS3 after seeing a bunch of Gmod memes, I guess. And then that's <laughs> how it shaped me today. TFT's great. I played 360. Halo 3 was cool. Yeah, I missed Unreal out on Halo. Cool. I played a lot of a lot of Wii games. So that's what I had for the longest time. Then I got a Wii U on launch. That was regrettable. I got a 3DS on launch. That was regrettable. I said I would never buy a Nintendo console ever again. Now I own a Switch. The Switch made such a big improvement. It did, so but I bought a Wii U. That's the yeah, problem. I suppose. I didn't play my Wii U much either. I was so excited because the Wii U was like, what's the 3DS? 3DS was the first console I bought on launch, and that was disappointing. Well, launch 3DS was a big yikes. I think we mentioned it before. Yeah. It was like 500, I bought, 400? It was 300? 350, 400, something like that. And it dropped like 50 or so. I want to say it was 350 because I think I dropped at 300. Yeah. I have to look that up. It's crazy. Then I bought Wii U on launch. That sucked. And then I just stopped buying consoles on launch. The 3DS did not regret. I did My first 3DS was the Pokemon Xerneas. Pokemon X 3DS. That was when Pokemon X came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot gotcha. to mention. Yeah, so I dropped Pearl. I skipped out. I didn't skip out. I missed out on Black and White and Black and White 2. Then I joined back in Pokemon X and was kind of... It was meh. I still played through it, but it was just... Pokemon's the, formula is, hasn't changed. Yeah, they kind of did, in a sense. They did make, like, all the competitive stuff easier. So I didn't so even dumb. know about until Pokemon X. So oh, I didn't know EVs about... Whatever. I didn't, IVs suck. I didn't know about IVs and natures and stuff. Like, I knew they... The, oh, why, why is the nature different? I never actually figured out why it was different. But yeah, I was like that, too. I thought it was just a way to make your character feel more original. I didn't realize it actually did something that was. But I think I did enjoy X and Sun. But in reality, they weren't really good. Yeah. Because th things just felt kind of bland in X, I suppose. Um, especially since it was kind of easy. And you know what? They did market it for, you know, as an introductory. It was a really good introductory Pokemon game for new people, if you think about it. But they did make it too easy, I suppose. Sun Pokemon's was more enjoyable. always been too easy. Um, that's a no. To what? That's a no. Have you played Crystal or the second gen? I played Gold. Remember Miltank? The yeah. meme? Yeah. Yeah. Crystal was an I got frustrated at Miltank, but it's Master. Better. Yeah, that's like the one everyone remembers as being. The you get past thing. it. Yeah. Then, I mean, me as a child got through an, the quote unquote JRPG, so I think it's fun. Yeah. Like, there's games I straight up didn't finish as a kid because I was, I was weak. I didn't get, cause I already, so I didn't even play Crystal until like way later, until after like the Game Boy Advance stuff. Cause I bought Crystal when I saw it for sale at GameStop, next to sitting next to a bunch of Game Boy Advance games. You know, back when they still had Game Boy Advance cartridges just sitting there. You no, know, they don't. I don't even think they have Nintendo DS cartridges sitting out there anymore. Cause you know, I three no. DS cards now. Or you know what? They might not even have three DS cards just sitting out on the display case anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I bought Cory in the house for two bucks. What? It was in... It was because... This is somewhat recently. This has been high school. Just because I saw somewhere... 
it was either the GameStop site or some Reddit post that it was two bucks. That's why I wanted it for the meme. And it was just two bucks. And I'm surprised they even fucking had it. Do you think everyone will be getting the meme? No, not even that. I'm just surprised they had coin in the house for two bucks at a GameStop. You think no one's going to trade in their coin in the house? I guess. I, well, I mean, like, they had the Jonas Brothers for $1 at Best Buy, new. New? Yeah. Okay. I heard the Jonas Brothers existed. Aren't they, like, coming back or something? I don't know. I, I heard something about them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the same. Who yeah. cares? Crystal. What a wonderful time of day. I didn't get Crystal. My brother did, though. I didn't feel... I didn't need it. This music was godlike. Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Did you play those? Yeah. 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 I played those. Didn't realize the value of Pokemon games being godlike. Man, this... Oh, man. I wish... Everyone probably regrets... You Do know, you play Leaf Green, Fire Red? Yeah, Leaf Green. That was I my first. That was my first Game Boy Advance game when I got the Game Boy Advance. What was it? It had those wireless connectors. That yeah, that was them. that was new. Yeah, Th- those were dope. They worked I, with everything. They just got bundled with Pokemon for some reason. Yeah, huh? Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. It came with those games, and then it still worked as um, alternative to the link cable. You know what? The link cable came with. I was the kid in school with the link cable. I just. Use it with my brothers. But didn't the link cable come with the Game Boy Color? I feel like that's what you used the Game Boy Color with. Right? How else did you trade Pokemon in yellow? It was the link cable, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. But I, I remember having to buy it separately. Yeah, probably, yeah. But what I'm saying was, yeah, the, the Game Boy Advance still used, like, Game Boy Color accessories. That's yeah. cool. And then they released the wireless thing, which is fucking neat. I want to say Game Boy Advance had a separate link cable. I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't think so. So I feel like it had a smaller port for it. It the purple, gray wire, another purple box in the middle where you can hook up another Game Boy, or another link cable. Because if you ever want to hook up like three or four people. All I know is I had that. And then I also had the one that connected to my GameCube. Because that was how I got Suicune, Entei, and Raikou off my... GameCube versions. Then they came out with like the successor to Coliseum on the Wii. Oh, or you could nah, link that... your DS to it. Yeah, that was yeah, that was cool. I played at my friend's house. Revolution. Yeah. Was it actually like Coliseum? I don't think it had a single player its own story thing. It was more of just you just fight. That's fine. I I just and... never got it. I, I I like the combat of Pokemon. I hate I don't hate it, but I hate the raising of it. I like the combat system. The meme where the old 3D games... That I like it. The meme where the old 3D games have better... Like, they have actual animations for attacking compared to fucking Pokemon X and Pokemon Sun battle animations. Where they just stand still and they rotate and then you see particles (laughs) in the 3DS games. Or you can turn the particles off and you just see a... You just see a character get hit. Yeah. (laughs) Went to PS2, PS3... TF2, League of Legends. I never played TF2. Not Yex, but... I would like to talk about TF2 with other people eventually. I'll get another crew come on. And I'll also get another crew come on if we want to talk about the subjectivity of humor. Our own theories of it. You don't want to do that now? Nah. 
I want to save it for if I get someone else. Gotcha. Personally, I, w- I would like to save it for if I get, like, D-Blackjack on the heat. I, because I want to talk about it because we have this obvious thing I want to address. How about we just talk that specific then? Okay. So, with Eunice being an Evo, I was, I was going to save this for later. But Let's talk about how the surge of Eunice's relevancy, I suppose. Let's talk about the, the surge of Eunice's relevancy. Revel, relevancy. All these people who never touched games, that are the Eunice games, are now, like, hopping on to... Like, I remember seeing uh, Punk, Street Fighter Five player, be like, he's a Philly guy. He, if you know, he was, like, was one of the, the best, if not the best, Street Fighter Five player. He was always saying, well, yo, this Eunice game is dope. Why did no one show this to me? I'm like, dude, you come to our Philly local. <laughs> you know, you've seen this game many times. Like, what do you mean if no one showed it? I'm sorry I didn't hold your hand and pull you over, sit you down, shove a stick in your lap, and say, play Eunice. Because if I did, you would have been like, no, who the fuck are you? And just walked away. Huh. And I'd be like, I'm the second state. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it's just in search of people like that who are now realizing how good Eunice is because of this. And it's honestly kind of unfortunate that like I try almost every fighter I can. I want to see if I like it. But there's people like this who don't, and they don't try it unless they're given a reason to try it. I just try it for the sake of trying it. And all these people are now coming in and seeing all these jokes and memes that Eunice does, especially the bathwater memes that were never funny to begin with. They're okay. Depends. Depends. When, it, when they That's first said of... it, it was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that. Ha, 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 Eunice players are wild. But now, but now so everyone's much. forcing the word bathwater whenever Eunice comes up in a conversation. It's kind of like Melty in the bathroom started as a joke. Honestly, kind of, because it wasn't even really a joke. Like, you know, have you been to one it, of the crowded FGC rooms, right? It literally isn't really a joke. It's, that's it's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not, it wasn't. It's some genuine... Really. Yeah. Like, it you, you've been to a crowded FGC. If you it, ever... It wasn't as forced as the bathwater stuff. It wasn't. Yep, that's it why wasn't. it's great. Melty is a universal because constant. if you go to FGC events and you ever been in, like, when people are like, oh, we got setups in our hotel room, and you go... Like, I played Guilty Gear in the bathroom already. If a room's full you, and a bathroom has an outlet, you're going to play some games in the bathroom. And... Eunice was very commonly pushed there because Eunice players had nowhere else to go because the rest of the room was just all crowded and outlets were taken up. So it started as a genuine thing where Eunice just, not Eunice, uh, Melty just ended up in the bathroom because that's where the only place they could find the play. And the joke just, like when the one CEO Taku Grand Finals was just ran in a parking lot, that, it just happened. Stuff like that with Melty that just naturally happens is funny. But people like... Take up, like you'll see tournament pictures where like people are in a vacant hotel room taking pictures with thumbs up, looking all happy, playing unit. I keep saying units, melty blood in the bathroom, and and you can tell from the mirror in the bathroom that the entire hotel room they're in is empty. That's forced. That's not funny. But when you have a picture of someone who's unrelated to the melty players, and they're like, "Up, oh, melty players in the bathroom again," and they're not trying to make a joke. They're just actually trying to play the game. 
that's fun. That's genuine. That's good. But people, when people force memes like this, it, it's what it is. It's a meme. Memes themselves are just... We were talking about this earlier, I believe, too. Something. Not well, off camera. Off mic. Where, like, memes are just reused shit. And your problem with hopping on a meme is you're not being creative half the time. You're just rehashing something that exists. That's why typically the good memes are the ones that are, you know, creative. Something new. Something you don't expect half the time. Yeah. Like, like when on the way to and from Siyotaku, we were just playing Melty Blood on an airplane. Like, so that's you, kind of funny. You had already been playing Melty on the plane years prior. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, that's like a traditional thing at this point. Everyone around hates us, but that's fine. On the plane, that is. See, I wanted to do a thing where... So, for this past Siyotaku, it was me and Tony, Skull Crusher, Skull Kill Demons, etc. His <laughs> name. In the front, right... Or, not in the front. Right in front of you and L. And then... <laughs> what I, I was just saying, do, we'll get it. I wanted we'll someone, get it eventually. <laughs> I wanted to... Well, it's more like... Eh, it's just contributing to the joke at this point. Like, right. I just wanted a picture of like me holding up the <laughs> laptop. Tony's playing. And then you're behind us playing as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's just holding up the laptop so we can play then I pussied out and just did it later when we were already at back in Philly <laughs> oh well and then they already told us to put everything away like darn oh, well. it happens sometimes you gotta live in the moment if you missed your chance you missed it don't try and force it I guess it's the moral what we're talking about here anyways there there has there. <clears throat> it does get to the point where the Eunice like jokingly use degeneracy there's a part where that gets kind of embarrassing to the eunice community yeah. from what like, i've seen the bathwater jokes just like like when people put labels on their water bottles saying like oh i'm drinking gordal's bathwater it's like okay dog like that's whatever like cool good for you you did it you Build put the sticker time. on your water bottle everyone hates you now for it i'm not gonna hate him on i hate him i'll let them be, i'll let them be them <laughs> No, they're not allowed to. I mean, it's okay to not find something funny. Because it's subjective. But, oh yeah, you know why I said that? Because I'm pretty sure this whole Eunice degeneracy is only an NA thing. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember seeing people, or just seeing, like, I guess cringy things about showing, making these degeneracy jokes in front of it, like, the foreign players like they international just, players and it's kind of like they're just they're like not in, they're not they're not in on the joke please Big don't oof. please don't yeah don't be like oh you here in america to drink yuzu's bathwater it's like no just stop that's like the bathwater thing came up and it was like don't, uh don't that's a bit whatever don't but make, don't make jokes if they're not in on it and then like people made jokes where it's like Oh, I want to slurp pizza out of Yuzu's butt crack. It's like, uh, what? Don't say that in front of the international players. They won't get it. Like, That's just us. <laughs> it's like, anything after that just felt like a cry for attention. It's like, look at me. I said something degenerate. That, that, that's just my opinion on it. I don't know. I don't. It's a representative of the anime community. And it's just, there's times where it's like, haha, people being people, it's fine. There's times where it's like, can you not? Speaking of Tony, though. To each on their own. To each 
on their own. Of Tony their own. Skull Crusher, Saw Kills Demons, Tony S- Malphite Thick. Yeah, Malphite Thick. Whatever. We're, I was going to try and have him on because DMC5 came out. I beat that game already. That game is good. I feel like anyone who was on una- So everyone who was able to play DMC as it released, they definitely finished within the, their, the first two days. It... They weren't lying when they said it was a 15-hour campaign, which is fine, because the game has a bunch of replayability in by itself, and Bloody Palace is coming later. Uh, Let's get... Okay, I will say that this is DMC spoilers? I'm not doing... These are not spoilers. Okay, you save that for when you're talking. I'm not getting the spoilers. I want to... So, I want to get Malphite Thick or Tony, as you guys refer to him as. We want to get him on to do... Uh, I want to do like a spoiler cast next time. Like stop it on the end of the podcast and just go in on DMC. So you guys podcast. can actually pop off on DMC while I'm just sitting here. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll stop it on the end. You can do whatever else. Yeah, but it's just we're not gonna have you just pop off yourself on DMC. Yeah, yeah, that that's the fun. So that's why it's like yeah. as much as I really want to right now and talk about all the cool things I found in the game and saw and have my opinion on the game. I'm. I want to. I'll bundle all that up. I'll save it for next time, and me. Hopefully, we can get Tony on, and we can just go in on that. I already talked to him about this, so hopefully it works out. But yeah, I want to have a big DMC five, just spoiler cast section of the spoiler cast. Yeah, yeah. Well, like it's not gonna be the whole cast. Yeah, but yeah, like just slap it in on the end. Yeah, that's just what so I'm saying. if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. Yeah, if you want to know our opinions on it or don't care and just want to hear. There you go. So we're not forcing anyone like we did. I feel like we just when we shoehorned Danganronpa spoilers into our last guest. Nah, that's fine. It was, you know why? It's because we both played Danganronpa, and you don't really have anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Other than L, but you need to finish Danganronpa. It took me forever to finish it too, so I kept procrastinating it. It's yeah. like the last case forever. I've never finished it. Surprised you haven't gotten into Yakuza. I just haven't. I don't know. Like, I, I want to get into Hitman, too. I love they had, like, the aesthetics of the Hitman games, and I just haven't played it. It goes back to the part where I didn't control myself with Steam sales at the time, and I bought the Hitman, some Hitman bundle. Yeah, I saw you have a bunch of Hitman stuff, and I, just, I was like, I'll just, I'll just play that. Go for it. I just need to find the time to do that, because I've been playing Apex a lot, and now DMC5. I haven't really been playing Apex. Apex has been fun. They yeah, added after a bounce patch, which is whatever. Yeah, after the Apex cast, I haven't really been playing it, <laughs> which is weird. See, that's how things. That's how fast things I can drop, I guess. Where it was like, oh, I'll play Yakuza, Danganronpa. You played two cases and just stop. Yeah. But yeah, Apex got a new a new leaked character, Octane. He looks cool. Balance patch came out. Uh, to be honest, I'm surprised they didn't just be like, hey, March 1st, here's Octane, here's all this new stuff. They're still holding on to that. It's something my friend told me while we were playing Apex is Fortnite went and added its own ping system based on Apexes, which is kind of like... So when he was explaining it to me, he was saying he really didn't like this. It felt like they just stole an idea. But like when it's your competitor and you have to like compete with that, you kind of have to. I don't. I don't respect it because it sounds like you're like, oh no, they did something they better than us. Let's just copy they it. They literally Fortnite added this like what 10, 13 seasons later, just because Apex came out. I was like, well, yeah, just because their competitor has it. I think everyone acknowledges that, that they, you know, pretty much did it because Apex had a great. Because it came out like they literally 
They literally quickly added this in a week or two after Apex's release, and everyone loved it. So it's like, yeah, you definitely did. Of course, that's that. what it is. You definitely didn't steal that from Apex. No, not at all. Only other thing I wanted to quickly talk to was I kind of pushed it off from last cast because the last cast was a bit long. This was about like generic commentary stuff, especially since we have uh, we have a bit of a dry period with majors now. And we're going to have some bigger ones coming up. Like in the next two months or so, we have Combo Breaker and a bunch of other small... We had uh, Anime Ascension wasn't too long ago. I think yeah. that was before the last cast, though. Yeah. But uh, tournament's coming back in the season. And just normal commentary stuff for anyone trying to get into that. Even if it's just like a local thing. Uh, when, like, commentating... One thing I say... And everyone always has mixed opinions on this whenever I bring it up, is you can tell how good a commentator is based on how well they commentate a low-level match. And the reason I say that is because if you're watching a match and the commentator is the kind of person who's saying, wow, I don't know why they did that. I would have did this. Don't say that. No one cares why you did that, honestly. Like... People want to know why the person on the screen did that. Like, break down into why did they do this, what their other options were, and why you think they chose this option over those other ones. I don't care if you think one of the other options were better. Of course you can say that after you saw what happened. And honestly, there's probably a reason they're on the stage and you're not. Just saying. Nah, I can't but say I mean, that. A lot of the commentators <laughs> usually enter bracket. Yeah, yeah. But... Then they're not in top eight. Yeah, but they're still playing, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. There's a reason they're in the commentator thing, and you're not. Who, me? Yeah. Okay? You can't. I can't be there. I'm better than a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You say that with not, no commentary. I just I got, I got to get my commentary reel together. It's because getting into commentary is hard because you need to be able to get on the mic, which is like, if you don't have a local, that's hard to do. Like, we have biggie majors and uh, locals where I can commentate to get that footage to put together and make a reel. But if you can't, if you don't have that, getting a reel together to get approved to be on major commentary boosts is, is hard. It's, like, I don't know how you're going to do that. Unless you just shoo your horn your way in to commentate a pool and then save your commentary to get a reel together. Stuff. But, but yeah, just... Don't fall into the pit holes of commentary where, like, you're on commentary to break down what's going on on the screen to people who either play the game and may not understand. Like, if a new player is watching and they're like, why did this person do that? Or, or wow, that was a nice read, but it wasn't a read. It was an OS. You can elaborate on what the OS was on. You can elaborate on why they chose this option over others. Uh why they may have just the whys not what you would have done not what they should have done i mean yes yeah, what they should have done but pair what they should have done with why they did this like oh he did this oki option it instead of being like oh that was a bad decision because he got counter hit for it be like oh he was probably trying to hard bait the backdash but instead he got mashed on like, don't just say, like, ooh, that was a bad decision. Or the normal, like, I don't agree with that burst if it doesn't work. And if it works, that was a good burst. Like, just that comment, those commentary 
pit holes are just even if you're ever watching a major you'll see a lot of these and hopefully a lot of this will make more sense while you're watching stuff where like i or like you're watching something you're like i really wish i knew what happened there and the commentator's too busy saying, oh man, I wouldn't have done that there. I would have did this. It's like, it doesn't add to the match. And it kind of undermines the players who are currently playing. Which is why I go back to the good commentators can commentate a low-level match well. Instead of just being like, oh, he dropped his combo. Oh, nice confer. Oh, he dropped it. Man, he must have tournament nerves. Oh, he dropped it again. Like, that doesn't break down what is going on scott i feel like you mentioned all of this in a previous cast yes the one we didn't post really that's why i'm bringing it up again okay that's fine i feel like i remember it not being the one that we didn't post because i remember i only put it on the docket because it was on the, i literally did this entire rant i think it was better on the cast we sorry canceled but i wanted to bring it back up because i think it's an important detail and it was just on the one that we, that never got uploaded. I thought I thought it was on someone one that we did upload. Oh well. Yeah, because it, it was the other solo for, one without James. Yeah, it's easier. Oh yeah. Okay. Because yeah. on the one we didn't post, I did the commentary rant and I did the helping new players rant. And you already went through that with James, but you didn't go through. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, I went through the one, but not the other. You went through the so I split them commentator. Up criticisms it was just us two and i went through both of them but i did helping a new player last cast yeah okay so now i can say stuff. i don't like the part where in frosties or you know previous majors where they say oh what a good burst read yeah, or yeah. um they didn't specify that it was like an os or actually no am i getting this wrong so what you Oh no no! It's when someone bursts and it's it does it's not a successful burst. But then they say, "What what a burst bait for things that oh are my god OS yeah." DP, they say it's a burst bait, bait. but it, no, it's just a burst bait. Like Johnny is doing Johnny things and they burst. Like whoa, nice burst! It's like oh, no, it's combo just does that. Yeah. That's like incorrect. That. Like I'm okay with you know being a hype commentator, but I don't like it when you're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, please don't say burst bait if it's not a burst bait. There are burst baits and there are burst safes. Yeah, wrong terminology a lot. That's like when people use the word charge partitioning for anything for charge buffering. Char charge partitioning is not charge buffering. Charge partitioning is a specific charge input done in Street Fighter Third Strike. It's a bug. It's that was a bug. It's just the way they coded it, and it's a really bad way to code charges. So, yeah, I don't know what charge partitioning is. In, yeah, I'll go into it real quick. So for third strike charge partitioning, basically, you could start charging, and it kind of fills up an invisible meter in the back. Okay, yeah. And this meter fills up, and then when it hits the top, it, like, goes back down. It just keeps filling up. And... With how it works, you can charge it a little bit, dash forward, then finish charging it. Okay. So that's how, like, characters like Yorian and Alex would do, like, something dash button into, into like, crush, crush, destroy, like, the whole Yorian combo. And then a charged move. 
Yeah, and so you can you can start your two seconds of charging, charge it for like a second and a half, go dash forward, and during that dash, finish the last of it. Okay. Where in Guilty Gear, if you start charging, hit forward and start charging again, it resets it. Yeah. Third Strike did not do that. That is charge partitioning. Charge buffering is doing is buffering the full two seconds. Or in Guilty Gear, it's one second for Venom and Leo. May is three quarters of a second. I don't know what Axel is. Whatever. Oh, or Pot. I don't know what those two are. But it's doing an input and then charging that whole window during that time. Charge partitioning is literally lazy programming and third strike. That's all that is. If you use charge partitioning for something other than third strike, I'm going to correct you. I've never really heard, noticed people talk about charge partitioning or buffering. The commentary. One, one thing that reminded me of this is this past week, our local boy, Initial J, posted on Twitter, wow, this guy was charge partitioning through the menus. I don't know what game he was even talking about. <laughs> but on my first off, that's not even a charge thing. But I'm pretty sure he meant buffering because partitioning is only third strike. Partitioning is just for third strike. You said he was talking about Eunice menus? I think. I don't know what he was Why talking about. I assume because that was from the Eunice boom. But And Initial J, known for his Biakia and Eunice, was talking about it. So that's what I assume. But yeah, that's just something else I wanted to bring up. Is there anything else? No, I think that's it. Yeah. We can probably close that out. All right. It's already we're close to two hours here. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the majors coming up. Events are going out, too. Because I, did, I didn't realize how close they are now. Because I got... April Annihilation. That's a local major. April oh, Annihilation. We very, can talk about that next cast too. Very though. new local, I guess. It's a replacement to Biggie's Winter Brawl. Because now Winter Brawl. Anyways, Winter this Brawl is just a local tournament. But then, yeah. after, but then a week after, more like this is a week before Super TSB. You want to talk about Super TSB real quick? So, what Super is Super TSB? TSB is after April Annihilation. Isn't a it? week after, yes. Because so, we have next cast to talk about that. It's three weeks away. You're right. Yeah, we can cancel it. This one out. <clears throat> yeah, I think In that's two it. days. <laughs> this is gonna be. This is not gonna be out before tension falls. When's tension falls? Tuesday. Just edit it. Hey, so uh, I played on tension pulse. <laughs> You're just. <laughs> I played tension pulse in two days ago. That's a good sentence. You're releasing this Thursday. Later than Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know what? Maybe I'll see if I can do stuff tomorrow. Anyway. Vince is going to be on Tension Pulse. We don't know when the fuck this is coming out. Yeah. But playing against Seareed yeah. is just some Netflix shit. Hey, I don't know. If you're listening to this up, Seareed. <laughs> good game, Seareed. We haven't played <laughs> yeah, yet. Game. We haven't played yet, but good games. <laughs> you know what? I hope... Scott... Let's what? just say you you should watch, at least you should, what well, you should watch. You know what? You know what? How it is? How it is? I kind of want to watch and do my own commentary over, and post that. Maybe you so can I get might... on Tension Pulse commentary eventually. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get on Tension Pulse commentary maybe, eventually. Maybe. But you said you had your own Tension Pulse criticisms, but you didn't, I have you didn't my go into it. Likes and dislikes. I like how it shows off players and all these stuff. I hate how it's netplay. PC netplay, even. 
I I suck ass on PC netplay, and I don't know why. Every everyone else likes PC netplay. So they love it. Yep. I wish I could love it. I want to love it. Yeah, so you can literally play for free. Anyone? But I can't. I can't you, love I it. Know. I mean, I'll probably play more this week. But yeah. So what I want to do is, I kind of want to take the tension pulse stream and do like a recommentary, either post it in a video or uh, just stream it myself. Only thing is, I don't want to. I don't want to take away from tension pulse, which is my problem. I also don't want the other commentary in it. So I don't know. I'll see what I want to do with it. Yeah, you'd have to watch. At it least for mute. this one only, since you're on it. Oh, you'd have to watch it mute. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Uh, maybe. I wish I could get into the lot, or you just restream <laughs> it to me. Yo, yo. No, I, send no. Me. So because this is important, I'm gonna like turn. I'm gonna turn off my left and right monitor. I'm gonna go full screen mode. I'm gonna turn off the recorder. I don't want like anything to be my fault because it's not. I was gonna say, throw me, throw me, throw me the it. Steam video, the Steam footage, or just fucking invite you. <laughs> just invite me to the lobby. The lobby. <laughs> I don't know if they just do that. Scott, I'll just tell you, you want to be there for the first match. Maybe. I don't give it. I don't give a shit about the other one. I'll probably watch it, but. Uh, we can probably close this out there then. Not much else I want to talk about. We can talk about April Annihilation. I and I'm going to be going to Sakura Sunday as well. We can discuss that. Sakura Sunday is That's also... why I'm not going to April Annihilation. Because I'm going to be at Sakura Sunday that Sunday. And if I enter Guilty Gear, I'm afraid I'll get top 8 and can't play on Sunday. <laughs> so, that's my thanks for that. Scott, are you going to Super TSB? You don't know yet? I want to. Uh, now you want to? The fact that they have Tim's for trophies... That's great, me away. but it's a trophy. It's better than nothing. It's more than a medal. It is. But, like, that's godlike. Anyway, Vim, Vince has uh, transit to catch, so we should probably need to close this out. Yeah. All right.